0: You're listening to The Sizzle on WGVE 88.7 FM. Good evening to viewers. Harry Porterfield was a man who dedicated his life to the Chicago area. He made it his mission to help amplify voices and share stories that deserve to be told. To his family, he was a caring, warm, and endearing man with a passion for making others feel special. A husband, father, journalist, and icon, Harry Porterfield, a powerhouse name in this city. He started his Chicago broadcast career at WBBM in 1964, where he spent 21 years before moving to WLS in 1985, where he worked for 24 years. His wife of 55 years says being a storyteller meant the world to him.
1: He liked what he was doing. And uh, so someone you should know just thrilled him, and uh, the people that he would run into from that gave him great joy
2: someone you should know
0: someone you should know an iconic segment that was near and dear to Porterfield's heart he showcased people in the community that he felt deserved recognition and a moment in the spotlight his family says news was very much a part of him even at home
2: even when you were doing normal things he was talking in news speak and it was hilarious sometimes it was really funny
0: I'd be somewhere and someone would say Porterfield like are you related He did a story on my cousin's uncle, sister, you know, or something. And it would just bring out a smile, a a happy thought for them. His only granddaughter, Amanda Porterfield, continues her grandfather's legacy. She's a respected news anchor in Milwaukee. I interned with him while he was at WLS. Harry absolutely inspired me to get into TV. I don't think that I knew it at the time, but when you look back and when I when I reflect on my career, I'm like, this was what I was going to do all along. Many of his former colleagues have called Porterfield a consummate professional who inspired everyone in the newsroom to be a better person.
2: It always uh, impressed me, uh, the, the way that he um, understood the dynamic of being an African-American in this business because he was a pioneer. He was one of the first African-American anchors on a news station in America, certainly in the top three market. Harry understood the responsibility that came with that. And he knew he had to be a step above everyone else to gain acceptance and have people keep inviting him into their homes night after night after night.
0: There was a kindness about him that just made you feel warm and safe. A man that touched the lives of so many through his storytelling and commitment to community. Harry Porterfield, someone you should know and a man we will never forget.
2: Welcome back to The Sizzle here on WGVE 88.7 FM. If you heard before, then you know that we're talking about Harry Porterfield, the man, the myth. He was a legend. He was a pioneer in the field, someone that I look to as a broadcasting and journalism student at Indiana State. And we hopefully have Miss Gina Shropshire on the line here with us on The Sizzle, and she'll be able to discuss and talk about her dad and give us some information and give the listeners information, Jay, that we didn't have. So let's see if Miss Shropshire is there. Gina, are you there? I am great it's amazing to have you thank you i know it was last moment and i just wanted to get you on so that the listeners had an opportunity to get a better understanding and revelation of who your father was and what he was in the community so without any further ado i will let you have this moment to talk about your dad and talk about his efforts and his impact not only in journalism but in the city of chicago well
1: thank you and thank you for having me on um we are definitely celebrating his life and, um, we are very proud of what he accomplished. Um, you know, my earliest memories are, uh, some of my earliest memories are watching him do reporting in Chicago and mom would sit us in front of the TV and we'd watch news. And when they said, and now reporting Harry Porterfield, we, mom, Harry's on. And, um, we would, she would come running to the TV. So we've always been his biggest fans. Um, I think I've always been most impressed with how humble he was. Um, you know, understanding that your dad is really recognizable um, out in the community. And he was always, always kind and gracious to people who met him. Um, no matter what, um, if someone came up, he introduced all of us. He got to know that person, whatever their name was, and thanked them very much. And he was always very cognizant of, in this business, it's the people who who make you popular. And so he was always grateful for that support um, from his public. And we're really proud of the fact that he was a trail, trailblazer. Um, again, very understated and... Uh, genuine person but he really opened doors and my niece Amanda followed in his footsteps but we know that there were several interns that he had that kept up into the news business and hop- hopefully he opened doors and opened possibilities for other other people to see that hey this is something that I can do also.
3: You know, this is uh Jay Thomas. I just remember watching Harry Porterfield and being just entranced by him. He was he was just a person that was always there, a person that can be trusted. And I think that's one of the great mm-hmm. things that he had was that when he was on the air and a lot of times he was a solo anchor, especially during the seventies. Um, can mm-hmm. you talk a little bit about his presence, about him being around, how other people's reacted to him when they saw him on the street. I'm always curious about Mm -hmm. how a person like that, how he commands not only respect from people, but admiration. Can you talk about that a little bit?
1: Mm -hmm. Sure. Um, And, you know, like I said, you get to, you understand that, you know, your dad is recognizable and people know him. And, you know, we have some really funny stories of people coming up to him and say, you're 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 Harry Volkman, who was a weatherman on Channel 9. Or a friend of mine went up to him and said, Hey, you're Russ Ewing. And, you know, so they knew that he was someone that they had seen somewhere, you know, like on on television. But most of the time, people knew him. Uh, You know, you're Harry Porterfield. And like I said, whoever came up to him, he spoke to them, shook their hand, asked their name, um, if we were with him, this is my family, my wife, my daughters, my son. Um, you know, he always introduced us, but he was always gracious to people who came up to him. And, um, I think that was, that was just part of him. He was very genuine, very down the earth. And like I said, he recognized that it's the people who recognize, if they didn't recognize and appreciate him, and believe in him and he came across as very genuine and you know, he was, but if people didn't follow that, he wouldn't have been successful on the air. And he was very much aware of that and very much appreciated anyone who walked up to him to say, you know, I know who you are. You know, it's, it's nice to meet you. Um, you know, I, I honestly, I never saw him, um, be anything but less than gracious to people who came up.
2: It, when you talk about a man like Harry Porterfield, you talk about someone who has such integrity. And, and Jay just mentioned it when you talked about you trusted him, people who trust him mm-hmm. to report not just the news, but to give them the temperature of what's going on in their community and around the world. With the reporting that you see right now, what do you think your dad would think about as far as I know we have CNN now, we have MSNBC There are various outlets, and there's also YouTube and other social media outlets. But what did he think about the journalistic integrity of what's taking place now in journalism?
1: Well, he really was interested in the in-depth stories. And so recognizing that different outlets do different things, you know, CNN might have 15 minutes on a certain topic um, that would be in depth and he could appreciate that. And then at the same time, he could appreciate um, Chicago news where um, obviously more local news, but then more personable news for people there. And um, you know, his someone you should know was something that he absolutely loved and he loved getting to know kind of a, an unknown person who was doing this extraordinary thing and he he appreciates those personal stories so he really like i said he really did appreciate the you know a really in depth look but understanding on a different news channel you can't follow that and you know he was um definitely a fan of uh, you know obviously clear and honest journalism um not the sensationalism as much but delivering um an open message and you know, I think he, he watched news and, you know, he followed that even after he retired.
3: Now, we know that um, Harry Porterfield broke in uh, into news and in like around 1964 or so, mm-hmm. especially during that time where you didn't see a lot of people like himself on television. Mm-hmm. Um, did you ever talk about those times, um, mentioning some of the things that he had to um, overcome to be able to uh, break into news at the national level like he was at?
1: Mm-hmm. Not, you know, not really. He didn't talk about his background unless we asked him. And, you know, we asked him about coming from, um, he was a radio DJ. He did had a jazz show oh, wow. um, in Saginaw, Michigan. So he started in radio. And um, he was also a good writer. And so when he first came, to Chicago, he was a writer on, um, CBS. And, um, so he always, if students would ask him about getting into journalism, he always, always encouraged them, be a good writer, um, have great communication skills, that kind of thing. But he never really, you know, unless we asked him, he never really talked about, um, any struggles or anything, you know, Harry just was the type, you know, he put his nose to, nose to the grindstone and do the work. And fortunately he was rewarded for it. But, um, you know, I know it was a challenge. Um, like I said, be one of the first on the air, but he never really spoke about, you know, this happened or this happened. He talked more about how he came into journalism. he, he talks about he, he talked about Wendell Smith, who was an African American man in Chicago who was doing the news before him. I don't know if he was on the air or just in the news business, but he was instrumental in bringing Harry to Chicago. Um and, you know, he was he was always grateful for that. So
2: it's one of those things now when you talk about Harry Porterfield, and I'm so glad that we have a chance to talk to you because there's so many young listeners who don't know. they would never got a chance to do the gamut of the Channel 2, Channel 5, Channel 7, and then mm-hmm. sometimes you pop over the WGN on Channel 9. But to see a man that was never restrained by ethnicity or gender, he was a man that was always present. And you always knew that it was something good that you were about to hear. And it just it's one of those things when you talk, especially to journalism students. Again, you go back to not only integrity, but you go back to the walk and the way that the man lived his life. That was not only a part of who he was, but it was what he did as he reported. He mm-hmm. showed people through his life and through his walk he in what he was. But can you talk about for just a second, what was he like just as a dad, us, just at home? What was the kind of person Harry reported was? And then
1: television in Saginaw,
2: he definitely um, was. Well,
1: you know, enjoy family. Uh, side, I, we I had I the, big, big Thanksgiving uh, gathering, like 30 for people morning, in our house. I don't know where I, we put him up. But he um, enjoyed of time with news. family. It was news in um, he in the uh, 19 19 was a great dad. He was Chicago really proud of all of us and, and supported all of us and um, in one one point, our education and careers. And like I said, was very proud of anything that we did. You know, it's funny. I remember when my brother and sister were young he would read the, the bedtime stories, I'm like, and I'm like, they're going to think the news is the bedtime the story
3: really because it, it was the saved. same <laughs> voice,
1: <laughs> nothing,
3: nothing, nothing, <laughs> you know, <laughs> <a> little,
2: <laughs> so little Red Riding so Hood, and you know,
1: I'm, I'm like, they're so going to think the, the silliest news silliest puts them to sleep because so it was the same voice and the same seriousness, only you know, reading them bedtime stories when they were little, and you know, it was great. He was, like I said, just very genuine, really quiet spoken, even at even at home. This alone, um, you know Garfield loved doing things around the and house and um, took a lot of trips when we were young WBV you know WBV driving and places kind of all over the country and you know, station, and, you know our biggest thing was up. I think later in years we, we American American were all grown and, and maybe weren't traveling Newcastle. together as much we'd all get together for dinner and that was that was a big thrill and that was fun for him so but yeah, he was definitely was a into his family, and, you know, we're going to miss him. I,
2: I can imagine there. it, it you know, will be a, a tremendous loss. That boy but boy for those boy who boy want to not only follow the life two, and times of Harry, pick pick Harry Porterfield, line, Phil, but be there also to support you, you months, would you let the listeners know about not only the arrangements, but how they can find and follow Harry Porterfield as we get ready to wrap and close for this evening? We are
1: going to have a public memorial in Chicago. But it's Sunday, I November nineteenth. It is at um, I guess St. James Cathedral in Chicago. I, really, I guess I'm I don't know the actual address of that. It is downtown, but it's um, St. James way, Cathedral Harry in Chicago, the Episcopal time. Cathedral, um, and, that and, job, um, and, and that's Sunday, November 19th at 3 o'clock, and that's a public memorial where we hope to just highlight things he did and have people where people done will have for a our industry. Um, the to first just really acknowledge him and say, um, you know, we'd love to hear the stories from these people that and he interviewed me or words words funny, I met him here and, and there. And the as much as that ma- matter to Columbia Columbia matters to uh, um, get Harry, it matters to us. You talk know, about I all think the news awards, media has been wonderful in his covering his passing and the acknowledgements and the stories on Facebook. Um, that kind of thing and, and we will publicize the member, like the I Chicago said I'll put exact of address Perry out there for this memorial service symphony, um, that we're going to have in a couple he weeks
0: plays in the messiah every well year.
3: thank you so much uh, you uh, for this interview and I just Dr. want to Dr. let you know Dr. I'm Dr. one of those kids of the who believed it, the bedtime stories oh, were in Harry Porterfield's voice because I was sneaking and listening to the news while my parents watching the news and I was in bed and uh, he was always a comfort And I think um, The greatest gift he gave us Was that we knew When he was talking about his story That he was going to give us His unbiased opinion uh, About the story He was going to let us know What was going on in there And we could always believe what he came He was just such a, um, a Wonderful person And just a, a, a cornerstone in the history of Chicago, because he's a voice that I can even hear right now as we're talking about. It. I think that's that's just um, I, I'm so grateful for him and 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 just to uh, he was even in troubling times he was that person who just gave you calm. You know, I so see he, he was just like it's going to be okay. I want to tell you what's going on. And the sun's yeah. going to come up tomorrow, like Annie said. And you know, it, <laughs> <laughs> and it was just great. So I really appreciate you so much. And um, so sorry for your loss, but uh, thank you all, um, the family, for allowing the public to be part of this because you also know you all have a family of thousands throughout the Chicago land area internationally. And we just want to let you know that we're holding you up in prayer. And, uh, and 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 thank you so much for let, letting us be part of it.
1: Well, thank you for um inviting me in and um being able to share about my dad. Um he was special and we are grateful for the prayers and the good wishes to our family and we'll look forward to seeing people on the 19th.
2: Well, thank you so much again. And ladies and gentlemen, you're listening here to The Sizzle here on WGVE 88.7 FM. And when we come back, you know we've got to talk some more sports. We've got to tell you about what's going on with the Beloved because it's another game coming up Sunday. And I think there are going to be some changes at QB. And is Justin Fields better than Michael Vick? It's a question we're going to talk about, and it's something that we're going to discuss right here on The Sizzle. When we get back, listen, all you got to do is sit back, relax, and enjoy yourself because it's The Sizzle here on WGVE 88.7 FM.